I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kyle Glazer, great national writer for Baseball America, joins us on the SDCCU uh, fan hotline. Kyle, uh, good morning and welcome. How are you today? Doing great, John. It's good to be back on with you as always. Well, uh, let's uh, go uh, right from the very top. The Baltimore Orioles are on the clock. Who are they going to take with that number one overall pick? Adley Rutschman, the captured Oregon State, is the clear-cut, uh, not only best player in this draft, uh, there's some out there who think he's the best position player prospect to come through the draft since Bryce Harper. Switch hitting catcher with the ability to hit for average, hit for home runs. You'll find scouts who think he'll be a gold glover defensively as well. Uh, this is the clear-cut best player at the top now. You know, with the way the Major League Baseball draft works and teams have certain, uh, you know, bonuses, uh, bonus pools, and they can kind of, you know, maybe go under slot and sign a guy for lesser money to spend more money on a guy later. There's always machinations like that, but the expectation is when it comes time to make the pick, the Orioles will take the best player available, and that's pretty clearly Adley Rutschman. Kyle, could you talk a little bit about his skills? I've seen him. I know he's a switch hitting catcher. He comes uh, through a baseball family once upon his time. His grandfather actually recruited me out of uh, junior college, Ad Rutschman, who was the uh, athletic director football and baseball coach at Linfield University up there in Oregon. Uh, Talk a little bit about what he'd bring to the table. So from a physical skills perspective, you mentioned switch hitting catcher. He's very, very patient, very, very mature hitter, uh, led the NCAA in on-base percentage and walks this year. Uh, And there's an expectation there's real big power there. I have some evaluators who think he's going to hit 40 home runs just as he continues to get bigger and stronger. Um, so offensively, he'll be a middle-of-the-order force. And defensively, I had one evaluator say he's an Austin Hedges level, level defender and maybe even a little bit better. Uh, he makes the toughest position look look the easiest. His receiving, uh, his ability to just handle a staff, his aptitude. He guided Oregon State to the uh, NCAA championship as a sophomore last year. He continued to fine-tune his game this year. Um, he's got the arm strength. There's a little bit of concern because he hasn't thrown a lot this year, and there's some rumors that the shoulder might not be 100%, but uh, all the physical skills are there for him to be a well-rounded catcher uh, who will give you that middle-of-the-order production and maybe win some gold gloves for you defensively. Really a franchise-caliber player. How, how much seasoning do you think uh, the folks uh, figure he needs in the minor leagues before they actually bring him to the big leagues? Not much. A lot of evaluators think he'll be ready for the big leagues in a year. Now, the caveat there is catching takes a huge physical toll on you. Um, you never know how, you know, what injuries are going to crop up. And, and, you know, there's been a lot of guys who people say, oh, he'll be in the big leagues in a year and something happens where something goes sideways. So nothing's ever guaranteed, but he is expected to be a guy that would get there very quickly. Bobby Witt Jr., it seems like he's been around forever because he came on the scene really as a ninth grader, and people, if anything, they probably uh, dissected this kid as much as any kid in this entire draft. They have, and especially being the son of a former big leaguer, uh, Bobby Witt, who is a pitcher for a long time, um, notably with the Texas Rangers. 
you're right. This is someone who's been in the spotlight for years. A lot of people have had time to pick him apart. And sometimes we see with these high school kids especially, uh, they get picked apart so much, especially when they're identified so young, that by the time their draft comes around, evaluators have almost cooled down on them, even though the kid is still really, really good. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr., to his credit, has, has maintained the interest of evaluators. He's continued to perform, continued to impress with his ability. Um, you know, there's some debate. Again, Adley Rutschman is the clear number one prospect in this class. No one questions that. You know, Bobby Witt Jr., whether he's number two, whether he's number three, that's really the only debate. He's, he's a top three talent in this class, and all expectations are the Royals will pick him with the second overall selection. Now, Kyle, and we're visiting with Kyle Glazer, national baseball writer, Baseball America, joining us on the SDCCU uh, fan hotline. Uh, uh, I hear a lot of things. I've never seen him play. I know you've seen him probably play quite a bit, but as a shortstop, uh, C.J. Abrams out of a blessed Trinity High School down in Georgia, uh, would he be a guy in consideration for the second overall pick? Probably not. Um, that second overall pick is really going to be Bobby Witt Jr. or Andrew Vaughn, the first baseman at Cal, who was the is the reigning Golden Spikes Award winner. Uh, kind of a, a Josh Donaldson-esque hitter. He plays first base, so there's always going to be some questions about the you know, athleticism, and you really have to match to be a first baseman, but uh, there's a very strong belief he will hit enough to, to be a star at that position. So C.J. Abrams, you you know, he really kind of starts being in the conversation as high as the third overall pick, and he's someone that could slip to the Potters at sixth overall. He's just outside that, like, clear-cut top two, and, and really if he went top three, it would be more because the White Sox loved him as opposed to him being a top three talent. There's a pretty strong consensus that the top three talents are Rutschman, Witt, and Vaughn. Hey, talk a little bit about Andrew Vaughn. I've seen him play on uh, TV uh, uh, there uh, for the California Golden Bears. I mean, this guy's a monster at the plate. He is. You know, he's kind of interesting because he's five foot eleven, two hundred fifteen pounds, uh, first baseman only. He's not this live athletic type that, that a lot of teams tend to like from their uh, their high picks. But the bat, it's just such a difference making, uh, you know, offensive performer. Um, he's going to hit for a high average. You'll find evaluators who think he's, in, he's the type of guy who hit 300 with 30 home runs a year. And even if he ends up being a DH, you know, if he's Nelson Cruz, you know, you go back and look at whatever measurement you want. Nelson Cruz has been one of the top players in baseball this decade, uh, even though he's really just been a hitter. He's been a pretty poor defender when he was out in right field and mostly a DH. So uh, it's that middle-of-the-order bat that, that you can see in getting an offense, a postseason caliber offense, and that's hard to find. Kyle, the Padres have the sixth overall pick. Who are some of the players being linked to them right now? So the Padres are in an interesting position because this is considered kind of a, a six-player draft in the sense that there are six clear-cut guys at the top. Those three we named, as well as C.J. Abrams, uh, Riley Green, a high school outfielder out of Florida, and J.J. Blade, uh, who just led the NCAA in home runs, outfielder at Vanderbilt. The Padres are probably going to get one of those three guys. Uh, and, again, have the sixth overall pick and kind of a, a six-player heavy draft. So the tough decisions will kind of be made for them ahead of them. And whichever of those three are left is realistically who they're most likely to take. Uh, based on my conversations with some people inside the Padres organization, they like all three of those players. Um, they're going to be happy either way. And, and the Padres have a chance to, to get a really, really good prospect at the top of this draft just by virtue of their draft position this year. Tell us a little bit about Riley Green, an outfielder. 
So, uh, you know, he's kind of one of the more, um, I should say, interesting guys in the sense that everyone else kind of is, you know, there's a good idea of what they're going to be. Riley Green, you'll find people who think he can stay in center field. A lot of people see him as, as more of a power-hitting, athletic corner outfielder. Um, but people love the kid. He's He's been identified really since last summer as one of the top prep prospects in this draft. Um, there's athleticism. There's a lot of room to, to project a really good hitter. Um, again, he's a high schooler. He would take a couple of years. It wouldn't be a quick rise or anything, but um, there's an overall sense that he could be, you know, what's an everyday right fielder hitting for, you know, potentially power and average. It's in there. It's just going to take some time. And we know the variance with high schoolers is, is a lot wider than it is with collegians. Kyle, tell me a little bit about Hunter Bishop, uh, the outfielder from Arizona State. This guy is putting together an unbelievable career. He is uh, my, my alma mater. And that's the guy that could throw a wrench in all this. We talk about it. It's a considered a, a consensus six-player draft with those six at the top. Uh, Blade, the outfielder at Vanderbilt, is considered above Bishop, uh, both uh, kind of consensus and, and just in my discussions with the Padres, they see it that way too. However, the Padres do think very highly of Hunter Bishop. He's an athletic center fielder, uh, ex-football player, uh, the younger brother of uh, Mariners outfielder Braden Bishop. Uh, he's the one who has a chance to stay in center field. There's, there's a lot of power in there. Um, there's not a lot of track record. He really kind of struggled his first two years and really exploded this year. So that's where there's a little bit of pause, whether this year is sustainable or not. Um, but you talk about physicality, you talk about uh, an impact bat, the ability to stay in center field. Uh, there, there's, it's not crazy to think that when we look back on this draft in 10, 15 years, while well, I say there's this clear-cut top six, it's not crazy to look back and say he might outperform some of those guys in the clear-cut top six. Uh, the Padres drafted him out of high school. They do like him a lot. He is in consideration. Uh, just in my conversations, it seems like they do think higher of Abrams, Green, and Blade. And since one of those guys will probably be there, the expectation is one of those would be the pick, barring, you know, an underslot deal or something like that. Hey, Kyle, as I let you uh, get out of here and appreciate the time and how busy you are uh, this time of year, uh, where's the strength of this draft? And and people say, well, are you looking at the, the first or second round, competitive balance round? Where, where early in this draft is the real strength? It's really an offensive-heavy draft. This is one of the worst drafts for pitchers uh, people can remember, and we're talking 10, 15, 20 years. Um you know, the best pitcher in this draft might have been the, the 10th best pitcher in last year's draft. There's just not a lot of arms. So this is a chance for, for the Padres and every team to load up on, on bats, whether that's high school bats you project down the road, college bats who will move quickly. Um, this is a really offensive, heavy draft. Infielders, outfielders, catchers, they're all there. So that's, that's the strength of this draft by a pretty big margin. Hey, Kyle, uh, thanks. Uh, continued success. And uh, after the draft, we'll catch up with you sometime late next week. Sounds good, John. I'm happy to join you anytime. Be well, my friend. You too. There you go. Uh, Kyle Glazer, uh, national baseball writer for uh, Baseball America, joining us on the SDCCU fan hotline. Remember, you can vote SDCCU for the best credit union in the Union Tribune Reader's Poll daily at sdccu.com slash vote. San Diego County Credit Union, it's not big bank banking. It's better. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.